Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to do something today that I have never done. A little surprising I've never done this, but I'm going to tell you about the revelations that are received as a result of memorizing the book of Revelation. I've talked about the book, but I've never actually talked about those revelations. So I was just writing them up. I thought, you know, I should probably list all of these revelations all the time, praying about, Lord, what do you want to be on the radio with today? And so here we go. These are the specific revelations that are received, not necessarily in the order that I received them. But I think it would have been really interesting had I written them down and actually dated them and given them in the order that I received them. I can tell you that one of the first revelations was when I was memorizing Revelation, I ran across where and I, John, am your companion in tribulation. And I thought, wait a minute, <laughs> is that saying that John is going to be with us in the tribulation? Well, since I thought at the time that the two witnesses had to be Enoch and Elijah, that did not compute with my picture of Bible prophecy as I understood at the time. So I tabled that one. I thought, well, we'll come back to that. And then, of course, as I describe in the book, I actually found eight different reasons why the two witnesses are Moses and John the Revelator. Eight different reasons. And so, no, it's not Elijah, it's not Enoch, uh, it's not some of the other people that so many people... I used to think it was Elijah and Enoch too, but anyway, I cover that in the book. So, the specific revelations. The one I'm going to cover first was, I think, probably the most important one, and that was an audible voice. And what happened, I remember that night, I was going over and memorizing more of the book of, of Revelation, and all of a sudden, an audible voice spoke to me. And, I mean, I heard words. Now, whether it was in my ears or whether it was in my heart, uh, sometimes you can't tell. I mean, it's just, I mean, I heard words just as clear as you were listening to me right now. And it said, the seals play over seven years, trumpets play over seven months, and the vials play over seven days. Well, I was overjoyed because, see, I started putting this chart together the one that I just made a video on yesterday, which, by the way, if you haven't seen that, uh, I think it's called Most Amazing Prophecy Chart. If you haven't seen that video on YouTube, in this case, you really need to go see the video because I actually show you the chart. I zoom in. I pan across it. I explain all of the chart, and it only takes about 30 minutes. And if you, once you watch that, you will drastically improve your understanding of the last seven months, drastically improved. Anyway, so it spoke to this because back in 1999, maybe I should take a second to tell you that. So for the first eight years when Prophecy Club started, I never said my name on the year. Not only that, but I coached my guests that I was having on the year not to say my name. I did not want my name on the year because at that time it was not about me. It was not about my message. It was about our guest speakers. And that's what it was, and I believe I was correct and directed to do that. In other words, I was to stay out of it. So all I did was give these guest speakers a platform for people to be heard. And, of course, it did real well. It grew up to where it was the number two prophecy ministry in America at one time. We were on uh, 80 radio stations, 25 TV stations, depositing about $400,000 a month. Didn't know it at the time. Number two prophecy ministry in America. That's when I was... 
as when I was not involved. And then when I started getting involved, <laughs> no, well, anyway, anyway. So Gene Bacon prophesied probably in 1996 or 7, somewhere in there, that he said, and you too are going to go out on a speaking tour. And I remember hearing that prophecy. I said, no, 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 not me, not me. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> it was but a few months later that I was going out on a speaking tour. As a matter of fact, I believe it was either November or December of 1999, I put myself on, I don't know, 30, 35 city speaking tours, something like that. But in those days, in preparation for that speaking tour, I started making charts on Bible prophecy to help people to understand at least as best as I could. And in those days, I thought the seven seals played over seven years, and for that I was correct. And the seven trumpets also played over seven years. That was wrong. And vials played over seven years also, and that was really, really wrong. So that audible voice, and I had been seeking the truth on that, but that audible voice absolutely straightened me out. Understanding that the seals play over seven years, trumpets seven months, vile seven days is huge. That's monumental. That is key to understanding the whole book of Revelation. Then the, the next vision I had that I'll tell you about, in this vision I saw an ancient book on the left and another book on the right. I saw two books. They were not sitting on a like a bookshelf they were just like suspended in the air as a matter of fact uh it was <laughs> it was when i was in the hospital with my uh left arm got all infected and everything and i mean i had streaks going up my arm it was it was pretty serious and the nurse came in and i remember specifically she says i understand you're a pastor and i said yes ma'am she says well i'm a christian i said oh well good for you she says now I'm uh, from India, and she says, I know that you're used to Indians being, well, not Christians. And I said, yes, ma'am. She says, but I'm a Christian. My family is Christian. All of my friends are Christian. She said, we were part of a Christian community in India. And I said, oh, wow, that's, well, we're in the middle of this conversation, I mean, faster than you can blink an eye, I saw this. I saw a book on the left and a book on the right, and instantly it was like, you don't have to ask questions. You know. You, I mean, I, I just knew in a blink of an eye, faster than blink. Matter of fact, the vision was so fast, it didn't even interrupt our conversation. She didn't even know God had spoken to me in that moment. It was so fast. It was like all of a sudden, just a, a, a little bit of eternity touched me. And I saw these two books. And between the books, it was like a stick of butter, about about one inch square, and the stick of butter would have been, well, about uh, five inches, about the same width as a stick of butter. Only it wasn't butter. It was a, it's a time tunnel. I mean, how do I say? It's, it, it was kind of blurry. I mean, it wasn't butter. It was, I, I knew in an instant what it was. It was a time tunnel linking the book of Revelation uh, on the right, linking that over to the book of Torah, as in the book of Moses. So it was linking the book of Moses, the Torah, to the book of Revelation. And I knew all in that instant that the single word, first fruits, was the key. It's the secret door that links the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. Now, why is this so important? Because, brothers and sisters, I mean, for what is it, some 
3,000, over 3,000 years, the Jews have been keeping the feasts. I mean, keeping them, well, as I say, religiously. <laughs> all, all kinds of great detail they go to to keep the feasts, not understanding what they were. Now, they knew that they were rehearsal. They knew that they had something to do with the future. They were a mikra. They were a plan. They were a program. They were a picture. They knew that there was something in them, but they didn't understand what that picture was. On the other hand, the the Christians, you know, we were given revelation. Of course, the Jews don't want anything to do with Jesus or revelation or New Testament or none of that stuff, okay? So we were given revelation. We were given all of the prophecies of revelation and the other prophecies that link together with revelation. So we had the prophecies, but we can't fit the prophecies together. Well, in what order? Well, okay, so there's a married supper of the Lamb. Where does that go? So judgment seat of Christ, when's that happen? Well, the great white throne. And, and is, is there's a father at the great white throne who's Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. And so we couldn't link them all up. We're like all confused. Okay, so and, and where does the rapture take place? Is there a rapture? And, and what, what, when does Jesus return? And I don't think anybody was shown that Jesus returns twice, not once. We didn't get it, that Acts one eleven. When Jesus ascended, the angel was standing beside him and said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up? This same Jesus shall return in like manner. We didn't get that. We didn't get to understanding that that meant he was going to return the next time exactly the same way he went up. He went up in a lamb body. He's coming back in a lamb body. He went up in a cloud. He's coming back in a cloud. He went up in a garment that you can touch, in a body you can touch, and he came back down, in, or he will come back down in a garment and in a body that you can touch. I don't think anybody was shown that, but, of course, Revelation 14.1 said it all the time. I looked, and lo, a lamb stood upon the Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name in their foreheads. It was right there, but again, we couldn't see it. But see, that's what God began to give me, is these revelations. So he showed me that the book of Revelation linked back through time to the book of Torah, or specifically to Leviticus 23. So, Revelation 14.4 has the secret door, which is first fruits. And I'm happy to give you all of this. Matter of fact, I would love to, <laughs> I, I would love to just make broadcast after broadcast after broadcast and give you everything that's in the book. I've, I've tried that. I made three DVDs on it. It's just too complicated. And that's, that's another thing. He, he showed me in this, this next vision I'll tell you about is that some things can't be learned by audio or video. I didn't know that. Because I'm a big guy on DVDs. <laughs> well, what have we made? Over 300 DVDs of the Prophecy Club. So I'm, I'm a real big believer in learning by watching and listening. I, you know, I never have been much of a book guy. I didn't do so good in school. So I'm not big on books. And I have probably read less than 15 books. I'm talking about, you know, like novels and stuff like that. Probably less than 15 in my entire lifetime. I'm not a big book person. So... This next vision I'll tell you about was real shock, but but let me make my point is, so the word first fruits in Revelation fourteen four linked back to the word first fruits in Leviticus twenty three verse twelve, I, and I was made to know that in a blink of an eye. I mean, it matured. I got additional understanding as I went and studied. And by the way, that's another thing. 
this list of revelations I'm trying to go through here, man, I, I, I'm going to say it was only meh, maybe a third, maybe even 25% of the knowledge I got when I started writing the book. That's another thing. See, when I started writing the book, <laughs> I didn't plan on saying all this, but when I started writing the book, this anointing would come on me. And my fingers would fly faster. I, they were probably a blur. <laughs> and it's like I knew things that I can't know. I mean, I go back and I read my book today and I say, I didn't write this. I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and say this is the word of God, like, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's not, okay? I know that. It's not. It's not no Isaiah. I understand that. But it's not Stan either. I mean, I, I read that book and I say, I don't even remember writing this. Where'd I get this? How do I remember that? How can I link all that stuff together? You know, you'd have to be able to remember five or six or seven or eight things in order to be able to say this and read this and, and write that. I remember reading that. And I think, you know, you ask my wife and she'll tell you I'm a one-holer. In other words, either I hear or I speak, but not both. And I sure can't do more than one thing at a time, which I think is true of most men. You know, we, we are one-holers. We do one thing at a time. And if I'm talking, I can't hear. And if I'm hearing, I can't talk. And so some of the things I wrote in the book, it's like, how did I? That was, it's not me. That's an intelligence level above me. Why? Oh, it's because I'm such a righteous person. No. It's because Stan is special. No. <laughs> it's because, brothers and sisters, we're in the last days. I really believe we're about to walk into the tribulation, and it's only a few short years away. I'm not trying to set a date, but I am trying to say I don't think it's five years. I'd be real surprised if it's ten years away. Probably the tribulation might even be as close as one or two or three years away. I don't know when but I think it's real close, and that's the reason God has sent the information he gave me to give you. And that's what he told me, to, that he's given this to me to give to you. Now, it's not the word of the Lord. It's not like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but I do believe the information in the book is of God. Okay, so that's the first vision. Now, let me go to the second vision. I remember it was a, a Sunday morning. And I arrived at church early, of course, being the pastor, you know, typically I try to arrive an hour before church starts. And uh, there was a few of our closest people in there at the time, and I was just reminding them, hey, you know, that this Friday night I'm going to be speaking, making this third DVD, and it's on trumpets and seals and vials, and, you know, it was new information. And I made the third DVD on all this stuff thinking I had got all the revelations. Come to find out, the information I had up to that point was less, less than half of the information that I was going to get. In other words, all those three first three DVDs I did, that the information in the book has over twice the information contained in all of those, and I got additional revelations, and there was some of the information, because I didn't have all the information, some of the information in the first three DVDs just plain just not right. It's just not right. But the book, I believe, is correct. And the, here, now let, let me tell you about the book. You know, I, I've told you guys about yawning. And I know some people laugh and say, oh, yeah, okay, come on. You know, Stan says he hears from God by a yawn. Well, I can't tell. You know, I can't help it. But he does all the time. He guides me, directs me like that. So what happened is 
I don't know, probably 15, 16 years ago, I was on the phone talking to somebody about possibly being a speaker, and I began to yawn. And I mean, the yawns got so bad, I could barely talk to the guy. Finally, I thought, Lord, are you trying to speak to me? You're trying to say that this guy should not be a speaker at Prophecy Club? Well, I didn't have him be a speaker, and ever since then, from time to time, if it was real important, I would start getting a gaunt, and I start noticing, well, when I started writing the book, oh man, all of a sudden, that was increased. Now, let me pause there, and let me tell you about something else. I don't know, probably six, seven years ago, Sunday morning, I have a ritual. Uh, Before I get up to bring the message, every Sunday... I don't get on that stage until I, I get over in a corner and I kneel down and I pray. And I say, Lord, let me have your anointing. Ask the people not seeing hear me, but seeing hear you. Ask you to touch the heart and you to minister to them. And I feel the anointing, meaning I feel him. I feel something touch my head. Some, and it's a different ways. Sometimes it feels like he's putting a crown on my head. Sometimes it's just an itch here or there. But, I mean, I can feel him touch me, meaning I'm with you. So when I started writing this book, both the yawn and the anointing, I'll call it the anointing, begin to enhance. There were places in there, uh, like for example, remember my my dream? I I told you about this. Uh, I had a dream that I saw two men get on a plane. And as I was watching them get on the plane, I heard an audible voice speak to me and say, two men will get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, everyone on board would be dead. This is the beginning of the end of public air transportation. And I said, what? Well, I got rebuked. The voice rebuked me, and it said, you weren't listening. Two men will get on a plane with a virus. And before the plane can land, everyone on board will be dead. This will be the beginning of the end of public air transportation. Now, I was going to put that in the book. I thought that'd be good to put in the book. Man, I got a yawn. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Matter of fact, I'll tell you another example. <laughs> I started, I, I told you about this. I, I started preparing, make a whole broadcast talking about the 5G network and all this sort of stuff. I mean, I was, I'd done hours and research, and it was going to be probably two or three broadcasts. Man, when I started, it's like I started getting yawns, yawns. And, of course, it was late at night. I can't remember whether it was 12 or 1 o'clock at night. I was staying up doing this this research, and I thought, oh, yeah, it's just because I'm, I'm sleepy. Well, Lord, if you really don't want me to talk on the 5G network, then tomorrow when I finish the research, then give me more yawns. Well, the next day, oh, my goodness, here come the yawns. So, and I can, I can give you a specific incident, several places. There's been times when Leslie would say something, you need to do this. I got a yawn. Not saying anything to her, but I knew God was saying, mm-mm, don't do that, mm-mm. On the other hand, if it's a yes, I got the anointing. Like I told you, when we were in uh, Malaysia, uh, it was a Sunday morning at an English-speaking church. During praise and worship, the thought occurred to me, well, maybe he wants us to bring the sevenfold miracle crusade to Malaysia. I'm thinking it. That's all I'm doing is thinking it, and I felt the anointing touch me. So... I knew that God then wants us to take the sevenfold miracles uh, crusades to Malaysia. So I wasn't going to say anything, so I got up and I was delivering my talk, and long story short, and I said, so I, 
I believe the Lord has spoken my heart, said we're supposed to bring the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades to Malaysia. And I, at that time, I wasn't even looking at Leslie. I didn't, I was afraid to look over, afraid to see her shake her head. No, no. But I looked over at her and she says, yeah, well, Lord already told me we're supposed to bring it here. So we will see how that all works out. But my point is, my point is, my point is, the book is not from me. If you want to know the very latest of what God is saying about the end times, and if you believe that he can possibly speak through someone like me, then I would recommend you get the book. I would recommend you get the book and read the book. And I'll tell you right now, it's it's not a quick read. It is, it's going to take some diligence. This is a deep book. I don't think it's complicated. Everyone says, no, it's not complicated. It's just deep because you're showing us things about Bible prophecy that we have never seen, we've never thought of, we've never heard of. This is deep. And it's like I, I've told you this story, too. I said this when I was in the signing line and signing books. This one lady came up. She says, I want to tell you, I, I got your skinny little book in the mail, and, and I'm an avid reader. I read two or three books a week, and I thought I'll blow through your book in three hours. She said, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> but the book will help you to understand Bible prophecy like you have never understood it in your life. Back part of the book is two charts. Now, yesterday, I just posted on YouTube a brand new video. I went to a lot of trouble to make this video. We spent hours, hours, really, if you put all the time behind the chart in there, there's probably several years making this video. But it's only 30 minutes long. I think it's 33 minutes long. And it's called Most Amazing Prophecy chart, just four words. You can spot it because it has black background with big orange letters. Most amazing prophecy chart. And I haven't checked here lately, but as of it only been up there a few hours and it's getting lots and lots of views. Here, let me see if I can tell you what it is right now. Um, okay, it's been up there 21 hours and it's got 1,700 views. And I think that as it goes over the weekend, this one is going to get a lot of views. One of them I did on prophecies got 2,500, and another one I did back on uh, on the arrests got 750,000 views. But I'm pretty sure this one's going to get a lot. Now, if you have the book, you want to watch the video. If you don't have the book, you want to watch the video. If you don't know prophecy, you want to watch the video. If you know prophecy really well, you want to watch the video. This video will take the chart, and I zoom in close so you can see and understand what I'm talking about, and I pan over to this, I pan over to that. And I do what I think is a real detailed job of explaining <clears throat> this uh, this chart to you. I think you will really, really like the video. The, if you got the book, the video is going to help you to understand the book. It's going to help you to understand the chart even more. If you don't have the book, once you see the chart, my guess is you'll probably order it, which, of course, I'd recommend. Matter of fact, I ought to tell you. Here's how we do this, okay, because... My heart is to get the word out to people. If my heart was just to make money, I'd only be selling one book for 20 bucks. But I'm telling you, don't buy one book for 20 Instead, get at least five for 30 A lot of people get 10 for 55 And a church can get a whole case of them for 250 bucks. So one's 20 don't do that. Get five for 30 10 for 55 or a case of 60 for a gift of $250. You do that at prophecyclub.com. We also have Watch Prophecy Club, which has, I don't know, getting up over 250 different videos that you can watch, and you subscribe monthly, 20 bucks a month or $200 a year. 
And you can watch $6,000 worth of videos that we've made over the last 25 years. Yes, some of them obviously were made many years ago, and they may not be as relevant as they were then, which is why we put them up on the WatchProphecyClub.com so you can watch them. If you don't want to watch them, you pull out of it. Okay, that's fine. We understand that. But some of them, even though they were made a long time ago, you can't find them any place but ours. And you can't find the information any place that watch Prophecy Club. Some of them are, even to this day, still nothing short of awesome. Some of them, if we had had them all up on video these years, some of our videos would have several million, million views. And now they're all up on prophecyclub.com. That way, YouTube can't pull them off, okay? They're up on prophecy, watchprophecyclub.com. Excuse me, watchprophecyclub.com. So you can go up there, 20 bucks a month. You know, every, join the Prophecy Club. That's a pretty good deal. Join the Prophecy Club, 20 bucks a month, $200 a year, and it helps us, but more importantly, it helps you. The book will help you to be able to give an answer. I think that a lot of people listening to this program, you're listening not for you. You're listening to learn because the Lord has laid on your heart to be able to give an answer. There's a day coming when all of these pre-trib rapture, mid-trib rapture, all these people didn't think they had to pay no attention to none of this prophecy stuff. All of a sudden, they wake up and they're in an earthquake and the pre-trib rapture doctrine has just been crushed. It's been cracked and it has fallen to pieces. And all of a sudden, people are saying, hey, wait a minute. We must have misunderstood something. Now they're in the middle of the tribulation, or they're in the middle of a lot of trouble, and now they need to find out what the prophecies are. They need to find out what God's been saying the whole time. And they're going to start searching, searching people out, and they, by the Spirit of God, is going to find you. God's going to see to it. At that time, you need to be able to give an answer, and you need to be able to give an answer better than their pastor has given them. That's where my book comes in. If you've read my book, and please, I'm not trying to say I'm special. But I'm trying to say what God gave me was special. You read my book. You read it. You study it. I'm going to say you have to read it two or three or four times. You'll probably be carrying it with you for the rest of your life. But my book will give you information that will put the other pastors in the dust. Sorry, pastors, but you need to get the book too. Believe me, you do not know. I don't care who you are. You do not know what is in this book. I'm not trying to be arrogant. But as I told you many times, two years ago when I started memorizing the book of Revelation, I knew nothing, nothing that is in this book. This is all new information. I really believe that. It's all new information. You do, I feel, I say that very comfortably, very confidently, and so far I have never received anyone said, oh, I knew this. Mm-mm. No, this is all new information. New information for a last day's generation to be able to give an answer. Look, if you want to be a soul winner in the last days, get my book. If you want to be able to give an answer, be able to lead people to the Lord in the last days, you got to have my book. I'm just let's be honest about. It. Look, you think 20 bucks is more important to keep in your pocket? 50 bucks, 55 bucks is more important to keep in your pocket than be able to lead someone to the Lord? I don't believe you believe that. I think you'd give your left arm to be able to lead another person to the Lord. That's why you need to get my book. Get my book, get my book, get my book. Did I say get my book? Now, it's not for me. If it's for me, I'd be selling a book for 20 bucks, and we'd be making a whole lot more money. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. Look, you can see my heart in that. 
you can see that I'm trying to get the word out. Putting it up on YouTube for free. Put my chart on for free. Yeah, I explain all the chart. I put it up there. You explain the whole chart. Took me years, years to get what's in that chart, man. God gave it to me over, I don't know, probably a two-year period in the process of memorizing Revelation. Memorizing Revelation took me six months to learn it and then six months to really learn it. <laughs> and it's, I still review it today. Anyway, 1 for 20, 5 for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. 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 The secret door to understand Bible prophecy. And I'll close with this. It is summertime. And our donations just fall to almost zero. I mean, they have. They've fallen to zero. So if you like this ministry, and you like help this ministry, boy, we really need it now. God bless. You can also listen to the Prophecy Club anytime on Alexa, Google Home, and YouTube. Just say, Alexa, play Prophecy Club. Our websites are prophecyclub.com, watchprophecyclub.com, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, and a prophecy club has been a blessing to you. And if God has blessed you, when it comes time for your giving, please remember Prophecy Club. It's summertime. We really could use your help now. Thank you, and God bless. Help us take your warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today. 